In the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy 12, verse 5, we read, But unto the place which the Lord your God shall choose out of all your tribes to put his name there, even unto his habitation shall ye seek, and thither thou shalt come. In the New Testament church today, God chooses where he will put his name. But it's not a place like it was in the Old Testament. God puts his name on those individuals that he chooses for salvation. It is not a matter of joining a church. It is not done by our will. We are born again by the will of God. As we read in Acts chapter 2 40, verse 47, and then it is God who adds us to the church. Acts 2:47 and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. God opens the eyes of those persons whom he has chosen, and God gives those individuals understanding, and then they see things of God. It is not by their own willpower. It's not by learning. It is by the will of God. There are many people that will argue against the elect of God and being chosen by God by his will, for they think in human terms. But those of us who are born again know that we were not doing anything that was worthy or caused us to be worthy in and of ourselves. It was simply the will of God who opened our eyes to see that we were sinners. Until he opened our eyes, we didn't even know we were sinning. Acts chapter 13 verse 48 and when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of God. And as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. Those who are ordained to eternal life believe because God opens their understanding to believe the Word of God. You may think you did it yourself by going forward at some meeting and accepting Jesus. But unless God brought on you an understanding, you are not born again by going forward and accepting Jesus or quoting the four spiritual laws or anything else that man devises. You are born again when God touches you by his spirit and causes you to be changed.
Salvation is of God. It's not of ourselves. When God chooses that individual for salvation, God opens that person's eyes, and all of a sudden he sees the truth. It is all by God, by the will of God. There can be a group of people sitting together, and all of a sudden one person in the group sees, and the others stay the same. That's the way it was with Paul on the road to Damascus. There were several men traveling with Paul. They saw when the light fell upon their group, and they heard the voice from heaven. But it was Paul who was called by Jesus, and it was Paul who was changed instantly from that person that he was before. Being born again is exactly like the situation with Paul where all of a sudden he's changed. It's not that he studied and then changed. God changed him instantly. He was one person before Jesus spoke to him. He was instantly changed into another person. Listen to this story. Acts chapter 9, verse 1. And Saul, that's Paul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, the way of Jesus, if he found any of the followers of Jesus, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. And suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Notice the voice from heaven called out his name. Saul, Saul. There were other men with him. They saw the light, they heard the voice, but their name wasn't called. They weren't changed. But Saul, Paul, was changed. He heard a voice from heaven saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Instantly he is changed from persecuting the followers of Jesus unto asking, what do you want me to do? That's an instant change. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. 
And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. Notice how in this group of people, the voice said unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? The other men heard the voice, but they weren't changed. I had an extremely strange story happen to me when I was about four or five years old. My parents did not go to any church, but my aunt went to Church of Christ. So when we visited her, if it was a weekend, I would go to church with her. I was four or five years old when this happened. We were at a church meeting, and a man was speaking, and all of a sudden, I heard my name called. And I stood up and answered the call. I remember my aunt kind of quieting me down and putting me back on the church bench. I believe I stood up and began speaking. It was not until this present year that I realized that was God calling me. Even at that time, there was a call of God on my life. It is similar to the story of the child Samuel. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 3, Samuel was laid down to sleep, and the Lord called Samuel, called him by name, and he answered, Here am I. It was that type of experience. I heard my name called, and I stood up and answered. When I was about 15, I was baptized in water, and nothing changed. But when I was 37, God spoke to me by his spirit. I was reading a book. I was staying at a friend's house where I was recovering from an operation. She and her husband had several religious-type books in a room, and I chose one of them and sat down on my bed and started reading it that night. And it was a book about sin. And God spoke to me and said, Joan, you know those mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I gasped and said, sins? And I was instantly changed. The next morning when I was leaving her house, I said, Oh, by the way, Donna, I don't think I've been a Christian before now. She said, Joni, what did you just say? Come back here. So I turned around and went back and told her what happened. I thought I was a Christian. I had been baptized in water. But my life did not change at all. I had not been shown sin at all at the time I was baptized in water. But when I was 37 and God spoke to me, I very clearly saw sin. And I was instantly changed. That's being born again. That's the kind of instant change 
that the Apostle Paul had happened to him. I wasn't seeking God. Even by reading the book on sin, I was just passing time away at someone else's house reading their books. I thought that book caused me to be saved. So I went to a Christian bookstore, and I bought 15 copies or so of the book and sent it to all of the people that came to my mind, thinking that they would have the same experience in reading the book that I had. So far as I know, none of them were changed like I was. I didn't realize until later it was God, not the book, that was saving me. Salvation is of God. God chooses whom he will. Now, humans don't like that message because they want to think they earned it, that they did it, that it was their choice. It isn't our choice. It's God choosing us that changes us, that causes us to be saved. Salvation is not of ourselves, of our own will. Salvation is of God. He chooses us when he desires to choose us, at the point in time that he wants to reveal himself to those whom he will reveal himself. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, born again. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I think each of us who are born again would say we weren't doing anything to make us worthy of being born again. It was simply God's will. If you were saved at the time you heard a preacher talk, after the experience, you might have gone out and tried to get other people to go hear that preacher, thinking that preacher caused you to understand and be born again. And if that happened to you and other people actually went to that preacher, you might even have a testimony that nothing happened to them. Because we don't really realize the concept until later that it was God who called our name and caused us to understand and opened our eyes to see things of God. It wasn't that we received Jesus. He chose us. And then he revealed himself to us. God revealed him to us. And we were changed. We are the elect chosen by God when that happens. Paul explains this in Romans 9, verse 6. Not as though the word of God hath taken none effect, for they are not all Israel which are of Israel, neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children. But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is, they which are the children of the flesh. These are not the children of God. But the children of the promise are counted for the seed. For this is the word of promise. At this time I will come, and Sarah shall have a son. 
And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children, being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will he hardeneth. Salvation is of God. We are chosen by him. It is not that we choose him. He chooses us when we are born again. Now, after God chooses to reveal Jesus, the word, to us from heaven and causes us to be born again, then, after that, we read the Bible, we learn Scripture, we overcome through Scripture by turning to God and hearing from the Holy Spirit as God wills in the problems that pertain to this present life. And we follow God by the Spirit He has given us, doing the will of God because the Spirit shows us the will of God. So we overcome the problems through that word given us by God in the situations of this life after we are born again. But before we are born again, we live like the world lives by our own understanding. We might attend church, even join a church, without being of God. But when God speaks to us, we are changed, and we are changed instantly, born again as a new creature, instantly, by the will of God. Here is a very interesting verse that Jesus speaks concerning the end of our lives on this earth. Revelation 3.12 Him that overcometh, after we're born again, we overcome by turning to God and hearing what he would say and doing what he shows us. Him that overcometh, will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out. And I will write up on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him 
my new name, says Jesus. I have a young friend named David, and he told me this story. He said one day he walked out on his porch, and something happened. He said he didn't think about it much at that time, but he was changed. We had a woman in our little church group who had been a drunkard. She kept telling her husband she was going to quit drinking, but she didn't. One day something happened to her, and she went to her husband and said, I'm going to quit drinking, and he thought it was like the other times. But something had happened to her. She was changed. Pam Paget had a great aunt named Aunt Eunice. She had served the Baptist church her entire life. All of a sudden, at the age of 80-something, she was born again. And she began telling people about this. She said, I, I'm born again. Now I'm born again. And her eldest daughter told Pam, said, I don't know why Mother is saying this. All of a sudden, she started saying these things. Everybody knows she's always been a Christian. She's worked in the church her whole life. See, that eldest daughter didn't understand being born again. Aunt Eunice served the Baptist church all her life. Now she's born again and serves God. There's a big difference between serving a church and being born again by the Spirit of God. When you are born again, God reveals to you the truth concerning spiritual matters, and now you can see. Before you were born again, you were the natural man, maybe serving your church, but you were a natural man, and the natural man doesn't receive the things of the Spirit of God, says Paul. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14. And Paul said, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. It is after we are born again that we can see. And Jesus said, except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. You just can't understand spiritual things until you are born again, changed by God, chosen by God, and have his name put on you by himself. Thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.